Welcome to the office. I am Dr. Back and today is our second open table about writing a books in 30 days. You are listening to Million Dollar Mindset. Please meet your host, Dr. Bach Nguyen, multiple times world record author, industries disruptor and serial entrepreneur. Welcome to the Alphas. When I first opened table, we discussed a lot about why. Why you should write a book, uh, what would that bring to you, and how you can use this to leverage your present into a future. In this second open table, let's structure the book. One of the worst things that people think when they write a book is they don't know what to write. You open a book or computer and you have a white page. There's nothing on that page. And some people will say, yeah, but if today I, I feel inspired, I will feel it. That's fine. You'll feel that first page and a second page. And if you're very inspired within that first day, you feel 10 pages, maybe 20. But then tomorrow you have to come back. You have to do the same thing again. And the third day and the fourth day. And within a week, you go tired. So how do you address that? How do you address the white page syndrome? I'll tell you what I do. I like to feel for my emotions and to use that momentum to start. But instead of writing my words or writing pages, I'll be writing my structure. If you want the key to my success, writing books, as fast and doing to do it again and again, it was all based on my structure. The structure of a book it's pretty much easy. You have an introduction, you have a conclusion, and in between you have the body of your book. You have chapters. Within those chapters, not all chapters are equal. You have to understand that usually a chapter will be a subject. If we talk about personal growth book, talking about science book, you talk about knowledge book, you have to kind of put a gradient into your chapter. So you start a little lighter to just ease people in, then you take them by the hand and you go a little more. And by the core of your book, the center of your book, then you give them everything you have. By the two-thirds of the book, think that those people are now tired. Think that those people are now thinking of, oh, maybe giving up. So you have to graduate them by the two-thirds of your book. And then, just like when you go to a show, this is the end core. You have your big applause. And people don't want it to stop. Then you come back on stage and you deliver more. In a book, it's the same thing. So after the two-thirds of the book, arrive with, oh yeah, one last thing. Arrive with, oh, by the way, I would like to have you a little more. It will end up your book lighter and you will have that intimacy with your audience because you share things with them at a personal level. At the beginning, you were on stage talking, easing them in. Then you were the teacher, transferring them knowledge and power. And by the end of the book, you were a friend, a confidant, giving them advice on how to move forward. So this structure of a stage performance, this is something that you should keep in mind running your books. The second question that I have often is, how many chapters does it take to write a book? There are no rules. You do whatever you want. My first book had 21 chapters plus introduction and conclusion. So that was 23. 
That was a lot. My second book had 21 chapter too, because I like that number. It was like, yeah, it was a blackjack. But then I've learned and I've grown. I can tell you that after my maybe six book, my books were getting closer to eight chapters, plus introduction and conclusion. The reason of that is I like to keep a certain pace and I became more and more at ease writing. So within the first book, a chapter will comprise of anything between 800 words and 1,500 words. And you multiply them by 21 and you have a book of about 25,000 words. That was okay, but that was a lot of structure. Also, you kind of have the feeling that you have to run through. But I told you that the first book is the hardest to write, right? Because you try to make everything perfect. Slowly, I came to let myself go. So I know that I have one subject to write about. I don't care much about the length of the chapter. But more and more, my chapters now have between 1,500 words and 3,000 words. Some have a little more. But because of that, and I try to keep my book within a certain pace, I like the number of the dragon. After having written the the dragon books with William, uh, eight is the number of infinite. So I like to stay with that. This is for the stage. So you and I, if you want, the real reason why I like to have eight as a number it's usually I like to close my book within two weeks to write one chapter a day plus introduction and conclusion. If I retake really one day per chapter, within 10 days, I'm done. Add to that maybe another day so I can just structure the book, have the cover done, put everything together, and just ease myself in. And by the end, I give myself under two days to correct my book and then publish it. Within 13 to 14 days, everything is done. So it makes sense to me to have that number eight. My way was to write a book within two weeks. So for those of you who like to know how I've done it, this is it. So this is about structure. I also give you the, the kind of crescendo that you have you need to have within a book and make sure that you graduate your people at two thirds of the journey. The second thing you need when you write a book, of course, you need a subject, but the subject may change. The structure will not. So the first thing you need is structure. The second thing you need will be an audience. An audience is even more important than a subject of the book you be writing about. Because when you know who you're talking to, now you know how to kind of custom the information so it is appealing to that demographic. At the beginning, I was trying to have my titles every time I start a book. I can tell you that within 81 or 82 books now, the titles will come by itself. Sometimes we'll keep the one that I have. Sometimes I will change it midway through. But it, it is tailor-made to the audience that you're addressing. What you thought was that important, your subject, is the third thing that you need. If you want to do this in long term and make sure that you always keep a certain momentum, the subject of your book will be third on your list of priority. Because the first thing you need is a structure. The second thing you need is an audience. And then you have your subject. And one we talk about subject, you know that we're not reinventing the wheel here. Mostly everything that is said has been said before. Everything that is known 
has been taught before. So why do you write a book? Because people like to hear from you, your own perspective. How you see things, what do you think about those, and then you have to justify your own opinions. So I know that in life, we usually try not to unface on I, me, and myself. But when you write a book, those people coming to you are giving you the attention, the time, and even the money they spend to buy that book. If you're not confident enough to own your opinions, to own your position, to own your perspective, you're not worth the time. So this is where it comes down to confidence. You know who you're addressing, but you also have to know who you are and what are you doing for them. You write a book and all you talk about me, 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 and me. I don't think that you'd be writing a second book. Even yourself, you will tire of that. Take yourself as an example. Take yourself as an exhibit to illustrate what you are trying to illustrate, what you're trying to demonstrate, what you're trying to prove. But if you use yourself as not the template, but the example. Now, when you talk, it is very relevant because you are sharing your experience. Because you're trying to prove a point. And even if you fail doing that, you know exactly how it felt. And you know what to do and what not to do. And this is wisdom. And even before your subject. So now so the subject of your book is now number four on your list. What you have to do is to make sure that you're confident enough to own your perspective, your position, and your opinions. If you, can, you don't dare to say, I think, and I will, and I did. Unfortunately, your book will lack character. Finally, we'll come to the subject. So what would you be writing about? About what you know, about what you've done, about what you like to, to clarify. So the subject is yours. But within the book, you still have to divide that subject into chapters. So how we do this? Let's take an example. Let's talk about making money. So the title of the book will be The Millionaire Recipe. There's a promise. I'll talk about a million. We know that it's money. And this recipe, a secret. So you know that people are expecting to learn something from you. The first thing that they're going to do is to take that book, if it is a physical book. They're going to just read the back of the book to know who you are. Why is that? Because they want to know from who they're learning. So again, it's, it's come down to confidence. And then they might read the resume. Some people will read the resume first and then read who you are. But if you don't have a catchy title, that's it. Nobody will touch it. Then you still have to give them something, a promise. So a book is kind of a contract between you and your audience of what they be gaining out of those pages or what the time they could be investing in that book. And who are you to deliver? So those, those are all the, the points that you have to understand. And after three years and a half, I will tell you that if I want to keep momentum writing a book, I will start by the cover because all of those ingredients are on the cover. Of course, I start with a title, which I allow myself to change if I need to change. Then I like to put an image. 
Why is image important? Because give a tone to your endeavor. It's like a flag. If you have a title, you have an image, so, okay, this is how I'm gonna just take this journey. So if you have a dark image, you know that it's gonna be more visceral, it's gonna be more intrigued. If you have something very bright, you know that you are coming on stage naked. So all of this will kind of be part of the promise that you are doing to your audience. But when you look at my covers, more than my name on it, what are the other things that are important? Usually there's one quote. That quote is usually, let's say that I have to summarize the whole book within one sentence. What would that be? And I love that exercise. Because if I cannot do that, maybe that book is not worth for me to write. So I love to summarize my idea before I even start writing the book within one quote. And that will be my stepping stone. I'll be starting from that point and I'll try to involve. Because you know that writing books, it's also about having fun. So what do I do? It's if I start writing a book with everything that I know as my stepping stone. Within the next two or three chapters, I don't have anything else to say because I give them everything, right? And this is the fun part. You won't be able to do that with your first book. Use those stepping stones as a starting stone. Start with that. You know that if people get in, you just have to ease them in. But if you give them kind of the plot of your plan right at the start, now you're bringing up the expectation because they always have, geez, that's good. So if this is chapter one, what is going to be in chapter two, three, four, five, and six? And to you, it will force you to evolve. I told you before, writing a book is to have a dialogue with yourself. One of the best ways that you have to just make sense of everything that you know, to just sort out and label what's in your mind and in your heart. I love that challenge to kind of give you everything that I planned for writing that book within the first three chapters. Then I have five chapters to fill. And that's fun. But that's me. So let's just back it up a little bit. I know, maybe this is your first book, maybe this is the second one. If we agree on the fact that it's going to be 8 chapters or 10, whatever you want. That day that I feel so inspired to start a book, that I have the whole book in my head already, I will try to resist the fact that I won't be writing my first chapter. Because I won't take that energy to make sure that I have something that will be sustainable. I will draft my structure first. The first thing I'll do is to find a title. An image, an audience. Who am I dedicating this book to? That's the audience. Those are the people you'll be addressing inside the book. You know when you look at a camera and say, you, yeah, it's just you. You need to have a clear image to whom you're talking to. But also, you need to look in the mirror and say, yes, I am the one talking to you. So if you define yourself, if you define also your audience, now it's easier. And you have a template, which we call it the structure. You know that you have an introduction. You will have eight chapters or 10 chapters or 12 chapters. And you're going to have a conclusion. You know that by the two-thirds of the book, you have to graduate your people. And you know that you have to address your audience. So after the cover, the second thing I'll do is to have a list of topics 
or subtopics that I would like to talk addressing that subject. And I don't care about the order. I'm going to just put them all on a piece of paper. For the first few books that I wrote in my career, if I had 21 subjects, I would have to write down 40 to 60 topics. And every day, when I wake up, I will have the luxury of picking one topic that I like to write about. And then I'm going to scratch it and I have to have the rest. So let me tell you that when you do this, the first third, it's easy to find. The second third is like, oh yeah, maybe it's stretching. The last third, man, now you're facing the blank page syndrome. And you're just right now writing your structure. And this is good because you'll be using or you'll be uh, depleting that lack of inspiration in the structure instead of having to face that as to be writing. So let's say that we have eight chapters. Let's keep it simple. I would suggest you to have 24 to 30 topics you like to talk about. And you know that you'll be stating within those eight chapters, meaning that two-thirds of the chapters that you just wrote down, you will not touch the topics. You will not touch. So this will give you the luxury of saying that you are still at the height and the peak of inspiration by the time of the last chapter. That will give you a lot of confidence. Using this secret and technique, I have to tell you, I never face a blank page syndrome since I started writing because I don't try to go through my whole list of topics. I'm just going to try to get through my eight chapters. And the cool part is, you know, that if you have that list, the first one you pick without blinking. That's easy. The second one, it's easy too. By the fourth or fifth one, you can have a look at the other topic that you haven't chosen yet and say, yeah, mm, I don't know. And the more you advance, the harder it is. This is you being stuck in your own structure. But the cool part is, when you're stuck in your structure, people don't see that in your writing. So it's, it's like writing with a coach. Your own structure will be coaching you. That being said, I can tell you that by today, if I have a chapter to write, I might need 10 subjects, maybe 11. Because I know that after the first three, I'll be going through that list in a way and that will be expired. And now I have to evolve from there. But if you want to start safely, pick up your number of chapters. Try to respect that. Because that will kind of keep the momentum going for your writing and also the structure that you set up inside of your own book. As I told you, to graduate your people by the two-thirds of your book. If you change the number of chapters, that has changed everything. To have that list of topics prepare before you even start the book. Maybe just right after you've done your cover. This is one of the master secrets that I, I discover writing and to keeping my momentum. So let's summarize for now. You know that you need a certain number of chapters. You need an introduction and you need a conclusion. I heard once that an introduction is the hardest thing to write. I don't know why. I heard that. Within my first book, I don't know why, but I was writing my introduction by the eighth or ninth chapter. Because until that point, I wasn't sure that that would be a book. 
And when I arrived to my eight or nine chapters, I said, yeah, let's, let's make a book out of this. So I wrote my introduction there. I can tell you that today, I'll be writing my introduction right before I start my book. What's an introduction? It's mostly, how do you feel? What do you like to bring on the table? And who are you talking to? So you're establishing all the rules of the game. Your structure, your audience, yourself, and then your subject. Now people like to hear about your why. That's also in your introduction. Put that in. Why you write that book? An introduction can be of any length between 500 words to maybe 1500 words. Also, introduction, the way that I see it, it's like kind of a trailer. So when you go to the movies, you have a trailer that's gonna just catch your attention right away so you, you want to watch the movie. To me, that's your introduction. A little longer, a little more personal, but give them something. It's not just about your feeling, it's about a promise between you and them. It's about identifying your audience. It's about yourself. It's about maybe explaining your title. But people have to connect with you. And the first two chapters are kind of very important. Because just like watching TV, an episode, if you watch a TV show and you, you don't relate to the heroes after one episode, that's it. You might give them a second one, but after that, you will just move on to something else. But as soon as you relate to the heroes and the characters, they can throw at you anything you should be watching. So writing a book, you're the hero. Or make them feel that they are the hero. But you need to establish that relationship right from the start. The introduction is the best place to do that. Your first chapter will also be best place for you to prove yourself. Now, if we address the, the anatomy of one chapter, we talk about that within the first open table. When I first started writing, I was writing TED Talks. So my chapters were self-containing. Uh, and I love the idea that if people just take one chapter, it will make sense. I don't have to link a chapter to the next. And my chapters was comprised of four points. The principle is a title. Chapter one is not a title to me. That's just a label. I like to start with a quote. Or something very bold and affirmative. It's just like a, the title of a, a newspaper. Then, I don't know about you, but today people have less and less attention to give. And the attention span is very short. I like to comprise maybe the first two or three paragraphs of that chapter as an abstract. The first title that I put for my chapter is Don't put yourself on top, but take your inspiration at the top. That's an affirmation, maybe a bold one, maybe something that's going to just uh, pique the interest of people. That's the first part. The second part will be to make sure that you explain that clearly with the least words possible. Think of this as if people were in a rush, they can just read one paragraph or two and say, okay, I get your point. But even not cheap for the people, and you give them everything right away, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to say, jeez, that's good. Just tell me more. So what do you do? When you, you gave an affirmation, you have to give the theory coming with it. 
So you have two points. My third point is an emotional rise. I like to take that knowledge that I just throw at you and to prove to you that it is real. To make you feel the information, not just hear it. So usually I'll take myself as an example, giving them a story of my life, of how I came to understand that, what I felt understanding that, and what happened. So the story usually happened at the third level of a chapter. And then, knowing my audience, and keep in mind that at the beginning I was writing TED Talks, the last is going to be a conclusion. But you don't want to summarize everything. I found a way to summarize easily. It's within my chapter, I have quotes. If you go through the quotes alone, you kind of have the, the pace of the chapter and also the important point of the chapter. So let's say that I was reading something. What I'd be underlying with my markers would be a quote and uh, or something I'm going to put in bold. And the last thing is, I want you to understand. So you, yes, you. In other words, I'd be addressing my audience. My audience about what we just share, what they can do with it. And now I expect them to do something with it. So I have a very special style of writing. I write as I speak. So it's easy to me within my text to address my audience, to address you, yes, you at home. And I've noticed that every time that I could just close my eyes and describe who I'm talking to, even give them a name, my chapter was easy to write. Every time that that is somehow unclear, the whole book kind of, is kind of blurry. You're not sure exactly where you're going. So if you, you, you follow my, the structure of the chapter, I have a crescendo within that chapter. I start high with an affirmation. Then I wasn't cheap. I give you everything within the, the next three uh, paragraphs. And then because I gain respect and we relate it, then I put myself naked on stage. I'm taking you for a journey. Mine. By the time that I arrive to the empowerment where I'm addressing my audience, I like to call it empowerment. I'm your best friend. I'm somebody you, you have the feeling you can trust. And the words that you read, you didn't, you didn't read them. You felt them. So this is kind of how I can uh, I would break down the structure of a book to make sure that it is a journey to you and to your audience. From chapter one to chapter eight, or whatever number you want, I will keep the same structure. The difference is chapter one will be a little less powerful than chapter two, and so on and so on. And by chapter six, if you have eight, that will be your um, apogee. You add the peak of emotion, you have the peak of knowledge. And if people feel that they're rising up with you, they'll be following you. Because 
Now you have the same thing that they have at the movie theater. People are feeling something. And we're not talking about emotions here. We talk about sensation. This is visceral. So the, uh, the structure of having a crescendo within your chapter, the idea of having an emotional rise within your chapter, and also to, to kind of have this spread out within your book, you'll be respecting more or less how screenwriter writes script. This is not as evolved as a screenplay, but you, you're using the same technique. And with this, go one chapter at a time. One a day, it's going to be my advice to you. And I like to keep it going like this because you keep your momentum. If you feel very inspired, you can go two a day. But try to write every day. The worst thing for you will be to write and then stop and come back at it later. As soon as you lose your momentum, everything becomes very cerebral. And when you're cerebral, you will try to polish it your best. You will try to look good writing it. And you've lost your connection with your audience. Because remember that they were there to learn something. But they, are, they were mainly there to be entertained. Your job is to make sure that there's a sensation that they're feeling. And that you can keep going. And you have to give them a break. After two-thirds of the book, they have graduated. The rest of it is kind of like, okay, now, now let's just... Release the pressure, breathe in. Let me give you some last piece of advice. Or just like Steve just said, one last thing. Try to think of this. Or try to try to not think, though. I'm sorry. Try to see this as going in a rural coaster and respect that momentum. So I won't tell you how to write, but I will tell you how it, what worked for me. It's have to keep delivering one day after the next to be able to keep that organic feeling and again one of how about feeling something it's not about making people sad or making people laugh it's about making them feel that they are part of the journey it has to be visceral with this I think that with cover more or less the structure of a book, very likely. Um, for those of you who would like to know more, I invite you to look for How to Write a Book in 30 Days, available on Barnes Amazon, Apple Books. This is a template. It is easy to follow if you want to start. It is easy for you to just get to the end when you're starting. I use that template for maybe what? half of my books by number 40 something I changed I was confident on writing a book I know that I could write a book I still respect my structure but I don't follow it as strictly but if I don't follow it I know exactly what I've done differently and I know also how to come back to that remember the structure was there for two things it was there to make sure that your chapters make sense. And keep in mind that in my kind of book, uh, my chapters are auto-sustaining. So you can just take one chapter and it will make sense. You don't have to read the whole book. So to me, a structure and how I link my chapter one from one chapter to the next is very important. It also keeps me in pace of no, to know just 
how advanced I am within my book, knowing that I have eight chapters to write and an introduction and a conclusion. I know that after 10, I'm done. So I know that if I have five chapters reading, I'm halfway through. That will help. The first one, it's easy to write. The second one, it's easy. By the fourth one, you feel that your motivation has decreased because you don't, you're not sure what to write next. This is where your structure will help you. Go back to your list of topics and pick the next one. A question that I receive often when I give this kind of seminar, it's my list. Can I change it? You can do whatever you want. But if you keep changing your list of topics, what's going to happen is your book will never make sense. Because a lot of things that you think in your mind that you never put down on paper, when you write more topics to that, people will feel that there's something missing unless you cover that. So if you're writing your first, second, or third book, I would advise to stick with what you had in mind at the beginning. After that, as you become more confident, as you, your skill set has increased, by all means, have fun. If you want to keep writing books, it has to be fun. If there's no fun in this, nobody will do it more than just to prove themselves the first or the second time. And with this, I will leave you with one very precious advice. Get rid of your first book as soon as possible. I said that within the first open table. I will repeat that again. Your first book is a bitch. It's going to be the hardest one. It's also going to be the one that you will sleep with your head knocking against the wall because you're not sure what to write. You're not sure if that's what you meant or you're not sure how people will respond to that. Again, make sure you know your audience. Make sure you have go through your list of topics and then close that book. It will not be perfect, but it's going to be your first book. As soon as you'll be closing that book, you'll be having the confidence to know that you're now a writer, that you've done it. Your second one will be better. Your third one will be even better. That being said, today, if I'm going through my first book, chapter after chapter, I stand by everything I said. 82 books later, I am diving. The difference is, I know my audience, I know my structure, and I know myself. And the subject today, it's not even important to me anymore. Because most of my books, um, it's a discussion I'm having with somebody. I like the subject, I'm going to take this, and this is my point of view, or this is my take on the matter. Often we have a dialogue, and this is how I'm having guest author or co-author to join me in, in books. The discussion we'll be having together, instead of talking, we'll be writing it. I just give you what successfully brought me from being somebody who didn't have no clue that he can write, to today, maybe one of the highest number of world record writing books. This is just to tell you that it is possible. A structure, an audience, and the confidence of knowing who you are will get you to. With this, I wish you all the best. I wish you to have a lot of fun going through your own story, to have a lot of insight looking at your past, 
and to find a lot of power now looking at your future. I grew my confidence to a point where you have no idea. And no, this is not arrogance. I know exactly why I don't know. But I also know who I am. I also know what I can do. And even surprise myself. Say, oh geez, I didn't know I can do that. And this is the kind of power that you'll be discovering as you'll be walking this path. Not the power of saying that you can write a book. Writing a book, it's a medium. What you write, how you feel as you write, that's something else. And I haven't even started as when you be meeting with fans of yours who, who, who read your books and now have a story to share because you changed their life. So this is just the beginning of a wonderful journey. Have fun doing it. If this template would just ease your way in by all means, then have fun discovering your power. This was done for me and the Mindset. I am Dr. Back. Welcome to the office. Thank you, everyone.